three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. It stars, ah, it stars Bill Murray, one of my personal uh, com- comedic heroes. I think the man is an institution. I still don't honestly think he gets enough credit for how great of an actor he is. And Rashida Jones, speaking of someone who doesn't get enough credit, oh my god, uh, I never reviewed it for the podcast. I maybe I will now. I th- say it out loud. She went ahead and directed an incredible film, a documentary about her dad, Quincy, Quincy Jones. And between that, between her work on uh, Angie Tribeca, which I think is a very underrated show, and I think it's a shame that that show happened to end up on TBS and not somewhere like FX, where I think it would have, uh, I think it would have thrived a little better. Uh, kind of a shame, honestly. But this film goes ahead and stars as i mentioned uh as i mentioned uh bill murray and rashida jones and so bill murray plays felix who is laura's dad and laura she is an author she's a mom uh they have two kids who are freaking precious by the way they have some of the most adorable just adorable hair they have that that the, the, the little black girl curls they they ah so cute um but they have two kids, and she's um, she is. I can't remember if they say she's married. I don't. Uh, no, she is married. Pardon me. Um, but her husband's played by Marlon Wayans, who plays Dean. And okay, so I have been very clear <laughs> on the podcast about how I feel about Marlon Wayans. Uh, the irony in this film is that my complaint is about an actress I love who pops up in here, but probably the biggest compliment I can give this movie outside of the incredible chemistry between Rashida Jones and Bill Murray, which I just feel like Bill Murray just has chemistry of everyone. It feels like he could act with a broom and he'd be, he'd be fine, but their chemistry really carries this movie. And that might be a problem for some people because what this film basically breaks down to is Laura struggling. She's an author. She has writer's block. Uh, if, if you're any sort of artist, you know how it is. You don't feel like painting. You don't feel like recording. You don't feel like writing. Like it can be crippling and her life in particular, it's extremely chaotic. Uh, Dean has gone ahead and just launched this new, uh, this new company, he's out of town quite a bit, so she's almost not a single parent, but she really is pulling a lot of work just between being a parent and trying to go and get her book, uh, get her book written. And so the movie breaks down to Dean starts acting a little shady. They have this interaction where they go to this party uh, for his work, and I. <laughs> Uh, I I know for myself for 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 my partner she hates uh, parties just because it's it might be a thing where people are talking to me and she's kind of left off you know and just kind of sits there quietly if, if she's not right next to me 
this scene in particular is so incredibly brutal because Dean is talking to Laura and then he kind of just wanders off because he gets pulled away. But then this other woman who is working there goes ahead and pawns Laura off on these other two women. And so Laura just kind of being being passed to people just for a really awkward forced conversation. And honestly, not only is that a vibe, but it's this film does a very good job of being cringy when it needs to be. Um, because of course the whole concept that Dean might be having an affair really not only starts to cripple her even more creatively, but it goes ahead and starts to stifle her just as far as her rest and her relationship uh, with her dad. And that's the thing in particular that I think is going to either make people love this movie or make people dislike it more. This movie is more about the, the relationship with her, uh, between her and her dad than it is about her marriage and that can be a little jarring and that and some people might think that's unfair and honestly I I understand it I don't agree with it though because the thing that this movie does a very good job of portraying is the fact that Felix's first you know her first relationship obviously was with her dad and that while while Felix is a playboy and Bill Murray I just gotta say the charm Oh my God, you you want to talk about a guy like Bill Murray is very much like Harrison Ford, where when Harrison Ford gives a shit, oh my God, Harrison Ford is still one of the best actors we have when he's not high off his ass and he really <laughs> wants to knock a wall out of the park. Uh, Bill Murray, man, I mean, between now, obviously he's worked with Coppola before uh, with Lost in Translation, but you look at something like Groundhog Day, you look at something like Moonrise Kingdom, you look at something... Uh, you look at something like Grand Budapest, Bill Murray is still showing that he's still got it. And that I, I really think people forget about the really incredible body of work. I think most people go Groundhog Day or Ghostbusters or uh, Stripes first, but his body of work is really extended way longer than that. And I think we need to really appreciate Bill Murray a little more, but I digress. But that's the key to this whole film, that it really is the relationship about the relationship between her and her dad. And most of the movie, Dean, because he is off venturing off and seeing clients and all these things, you don't get a lot of scenes between Marlon Wayans and Rashida Jones. You get you get a couple big ones um, in the middle and near the end, but that is, for me, something that it doesn't bother me that the film's relationship is more about the father-daughter relationship than her marriage, I would have liked to seen maybe five, ten more minutes of groundwork laid between Rashida Jones and Marlon Wayans just so that when she's going through these things, it hits me a little harder. Um, that That's really my biggest complaint about this movie. Um, outside of that, Jenny Slate is in here. Uh, she plays this girl, Vanessa, and Vanessa's just this girl who... No, she's very much an, uh, an uh, not even an accomplice, but uh, a uh, oh my gosh, not a friend. A I, I'm blanking on the term. Oh my god, um, but she she, she doesn't know Laura. Like they're 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 acquaintances. They're, that's the term. Oh my god, that's what I was trying to think of. They're really just acquaintances, not friends. And Vanessa's always talking about this guy that. You know, she shouldn't have given a second chance to, but she loves him, kind of. And 
it's supposed to be played for laughs, and for me, those scenes really just kind of dragged the movie down. I didn't think they needed to be there. Uh, it's only about James Tully's maybe in this movie for eight minutes, if I'm being generous, but you don't get Jenny Slate and just kind of not give her anything. I, I was a little disappointed in that because really any, any comedian could have played that role. And, and that's not, you know, even digging on Jenny Slate, but it's just cause that role isn't really meant to go anywhere. It's meant to be there to give you, you know, some chuckles, but Bill Murray's really providing the chuckles. You don't really need, uh, you don't need to have this character in there. So that's something I think that, could have been removed and actually probably would made the movie uh, flow a little better. Um, what I do love about this, and, I, and I'm not going to really get into spoilers here. I'm really going to try to dance around some stuff. They do a very good job of, for, of presenting something that you think is going to go this way with this intention. And at the end of the film, and there's a couple things in particular, and, and, and you'll, you'll know them when you, you see them couple things in particular that I brought up at the end that I went, oh, they laid the groundwork for that. I really appreciate that. Uh, I really appreciate that, actually. Bill Murray is at his most charming. He's hitting on everyone <laughs> that he sees in this movie, and that's actually brought up in a way near the end that I was like, ooh, that's, uh, that's intense. I think for me, my favorite scene is where... Laura and Felix, they're chasing, they're trying to chase down, uh, they're trying to chase down Dean because he's in a cab. They found out he's going to be meeting up with this, uh, this woman, his new, not secretary, but his new, like, assistant. And, and so she's the big, like, is he cheating on her? And so they're, cha they're trailing him. He's in the cab, but Felix, because he's a uh, former art, uh, art collector, art uh, art distributor, he has all this money. He's done very well for himself. And so he's they're in this very nice vintage car chasing after them. The cops pull him over, and Felix talks them out of the ticket. And one of my favorite scenes of the whole film that I just had to take a step back and go, my God, Bill Murray's charming. And God, what a, what a great world it is to be a white man uh, that, <laughs> that you'd be able to talk yourself out of the ticket because... If that was Morgan Freeman, <laughs> um, but I I love that scene because it does show not just how charming Felix is, but how Laura, not that she hates it, but she hates how he uses it because he does it with her. And that's something that Laura does bring up that, you know, things always have to be done your way. And I appreciate that she calls him out on that because Felix really is kind of driving and pushing her because she brings up one thing that comes across admittedly a little suspicious and Felix just runs with it as far as that Dean is having an affair. And I really appreciate the fact that she, that at a point she does go like, look, you know, why did you like, we're doing this really because of you. And it, it's, it's an interesting notion. Um, the, the whole concept because Dean, I don't think he's being a bad husband. He's being very ineffectionate, though. Like, he, he, he's, uh, he's not paying attention at all. Uh, wait, ineffectionate, that's not a word. Um, <laughs> he is just coming across, not even as an asshole, but he's just being so, uh, just, he's not being attentive to her at all. Uh, there's this point where he gets home from, uh, from being in London, and 
he basically plops down on the bed and starts kissing her. And then his eyes kind of open. He sees her and he kind of stops and just goes to bed. I remember going, that's a really odd reaction to have to your fucking wife. And the movie definitely does a lot to mess with you and go like, is he having an affair or is he not? And I won't tell you either way, but it's, it's really interesting how that plays out. And I, there's a scene involving her birthday in a restaurant I'm going to leave that at that. But when this thing occurs, it's one of those, oh, snap, that that hurts. Um, there's there's so much here I really did enjoy. But those two gripes, like I said, that I had about Jenny Slate, um, them not having a strong foundation for the relationship, for the journey they go on, and the fact that I think that will bother some viewers. But like I said, I am a huge Coppola fan. Um, I really don't know what my favorite film of hers would be, if I'm being honest. Um, I, I I love I love Marie Antoinette. Uh, I love Lost in Translation. I love Virgin Suicides. Um, I'd probably say, uh, I'd probably say the Beguile. Oh, I do love the Bling Ring though. I you know I'd have to think about it. I'd really have to think about what. My favorite one, uh, my favorite film of hers is, but I thought this was such a great flick. Uh, this was a pleasant surprise because I forgot, you know, this uh, this is going to come out on Apple TV. It's the only way you can, I, I believe that you can see it. And it's well worth your time. It's a lean uh, 96 minutes, so it doesn't overstay its welcome. I would have liked it to get to like the meet, maybe the hour 45 mark again, just to lay some more groundwork uh, for the marriage. But Outside those few gripes, I really enjoyed the hell out of this. So I'm going to give this a solid B+. Uh, I thought this was very well done. And it's well worth your time to watch. Um, it flew by for me. Like, I was sitting here taking notes. I'm like, wow, this is really just zooming by. And the score is really well done here. Like I um, The score isn't constantly going. Uh, there are points where it's very quiet. But then the score does ramp up. But, uh, yeah, this was this was very well done and well worth your time so b plus for me but everyone on the rocks have you seen it let uh let us know what you thought in the comments below you can go ahead and like us on facebook at the real pineapple you can follow yours truly on the twitter at j hunter real pineapple you can follow scott on twitter at nearman the first and don't forget to like share and subscribe you can find us on soundcloud apple and google Podcasts, podbean stitcher and iHeartRadio. Spotify and Amazon Music at The Real Pineapple. Guys and gals, thank you so much for listening. We'll have reviews coming up here soon for uh, Halloween, the original OG Halloween. Uh, we'll have a review up here soon as well for The Birds and for Rear Window and some other Halloween stuff as we get closer to uh, the spookiest time of the year, um, as well as a review soon for Batman uh, Death in the Family, which I'm excited to uh, talk about. But Everyone, please stay safe out there. Uh, we love y'all. Uh, wear a mask. Please wear a mask for the love of God so we can all go back outside. Um, please vote. Please use your voice. Please use your voice. Um, and please stay safe out there. We'll talk to y'all soon. Take care.